Hey, good evening, everybody. Almost good morning after what is unofficially the longest game in football history. Appreciate nearly 200 of you being here with us on the Yingling post-game live show. I hope you guys are already deep into your traditional lager, your flight. Maybe you found a black and tan. Maybe you got the golden pilsner. Whatever. I hope you have a Yingling. You're settled in. You're ready to sit here and talk about it. Gabe DeArmond in Furrow Field next door, and now also next door on your screen, Gerard Hamilton. Pretty damn good 48 hours for Mizzou fans. Maybe a little maybe a little more exciting than it needed to be twice in a row. But Brady Cook goes 7 for 10, 67 yards. Harrison Mevis kicks a 31-yard field goal. Missouri wins. They put a second back on the clock. Missouri wins again, and here we are 9-2, and two, just like we all drew it up. Right, Gerard? Yeah, if you heard the comments I was saying earlier in the week, I ain't drawn up. I, I ain't drawn up like this when it came to Florida. But um, yeah, that's four with that's four combined points in the last two wins, basketball and football. So that's, I mean, wins are wins. So yes, yes. Um, big picture, like like what stood at, what stands out to you tonight about this one? A positive, negative, best play, whatever. Just what stands out? Um. There are so many. Uh, quick positive that this ch- this team, when it comes to those final drives, they 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 found it. They got it because every time they got it, last year when they were in these positions, it just felt like ah, we know they're finna finna screw it up, passing when they don't need to pass, uh, bad clock management, whatever it may be. And even a little bit in the start, of this one we were there was a couple questionable like mm, you got time, you don't need to do something like that. But after a couple plays, they settled down, and then coming up big on, on multiple third downs, fourth and 18, um, that's the big thing. As far as the defense, they need the linebackers. It's it's so telling that Tyron Hopper has 10 missed tackles on the season, tied for first in the SEC. And while he's really good at a lot of things, that's the thing he, he's not so great at this year, and they really miss that. So how bad is the tackling then? Tackling was bad tonight, no question. Uh, hey, want to ask you guys, like, comment, share, subscribe, do all those things. Got about 300 people on here. We want to get above that uh, by, you know, Sunday morning, whenever we finish this damn thing. Uh, so appreciate that. But I, I want to take you guys kind of a little inside the press box here. Here's what here's what stood out to me. Uh, Pocket Watch, thank you. Our resident Auburn fan is uh, here. Give us a little super chat. Appreciate that. Pocket Watch, I hope you've had a lot of yingling today, man. It was a bad day for your guys, but appreciate you hanging out with us. Um, but real quick, so fourth and 18, or fourth and 17, I think, we're sitting there. And, like, look, uh, to be fair, a lot of people were not very confident at that point. I don't know how you could be confident. But where we sit is, what do you think, Gerard, 15 feet from the Florida radio booth? Maybe Something a little like bit less than that, but, yeah. yeah. Around that, yeah. the, the windows are not super thick. So during the timeout, the Florida play-by-play guy is on the radio. He says, I mean, the odds are just so long of picking up fourth and 17. And me and Ben Fredrickson looked at each other and we're like, oh, no, he didn't, he didn't say that on the radio, did he? And then, I mean, Brady to, to Luther Burden. And, look, that was I know Luther was open, but that was a that was also a really nice pass from Brady Cook. Um, and it, I also want to say, give Eli Drinkwood's credit because before that play, they had 30 sec, 38 seconds on the clock and the clock was stopped 
And he called a timeout. And I said, oh, no, they just spent their last time out with the clock stopped. But he said, look, there was a little confusion on what we were going to do. I wanted to make sure we were in the right play. And you don't get any bonus for taking a timeout with you. So you, you can't save it for something that might happen. You got to use it and make sure you get to that point. From that point, Missouri executed perfection, 30-yard field goal. I mean, it was like you don't want to say chip shot because we've seen that missed before, but really good uh, in the last minute. Yeah, that was – I mean, if I think it was this past column this week. I called him two-liter drink because, kind of, I mean, big-time plays, kind of being a little bit aggressive with some things. Um, and he, he, yeah, you made the point, uh, well, he made the point that you can't take the timeouts with you. And so, yeah, I mean, no point, in, they don't get the play timeout doesn't matter anyway, so might as well use it. But, um, they came up big, they came up huge. That, that was a crazy, that's one of those plays I think I did earlier this week. Also like top five plays, uh, or moments or something from this season or whatever, that fourth and 17, 18, that whole drive would, would be included. And it's getting to the point. It was to the point last week where someone was like, what about the, the fake punt versus Kentucky? I remember them beating Kentucky down, so I forgot about that. So there's so many moments that are stacking up, that, which is good if you're a Missouri fan, that you can't remember all of them sometimes. My, my three plays this season, just for what it's worth, 62 yards to VK State, Luke Bauer to Marquise Johnson at Kentucky, and yeah. fourth and 17. Fourth and 17 is now on that list. Um, because, look, give, give Florida credit and give Graham Mertz credit. That kid played a hell of a game. I know it's easy to crap on Graham Mertz for his first three years. He played a hell of a game. And the play that actually ended his night, he trucked two Missouri defenders. Three guys Hicks, got injured on the same play. Hicks and Rakestraw just ran through them boys like, like it was nothing. Yeah. Um, but the, the adrenaline soon wore off for him, so – Hopefully his injury is not, not too bad. You don't ever want to see a quarterback point or anybody pointing at their collarbone. I mean, you can pick out so many guys. We've talked about Cook and Mevis, but what about, you know, Cody Schrader, 100 yards in the first half. What about Theo Weiss with the Jets on a 77-yard oh. touchdown and Mookie Cooper and Luther Burden with the blocks on the sidelines? See, that on that play, first off, two things. One, when Theo Wee started running, I started thinking about Brian Cook from the Chiefs on, on that fumble versus the Dolphins because everybody's looking like Brian Cook don't got the Jets like that. That's how I'm thinking about Theo. He's a red zone guy. All five of his touchdowns prior to that, a 77-yarder had all been in the red zone. So, you know, he's your, your jump ball guy and whatever. So that was crazy. Um, but I remember saying on the play while he was running, look at that block by Cooper. Look at how he's. 5'8", Mookie Cooper sealing up his man so Theo always has a pathway. And then Luther Burden coming down at the end and kind of throwing in another block. So that's kind of – it's kind of a full circle from fall camp when Drink started his pressure like this this crap has got to get fixed with the receivers on the block. And that was it's good to see in, you know, a big-time moment. And, Gerard, like, I just want to know what your level of joy is that Missouri has a tight end. Wait, that Missouri has You've been a asking where these guys are for a year and a half. Where are the tight ends? They just out there getting cardio. Oh, oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. It, too much 10 on 10 on 11 football. It's always been hard to grade them because sometimes I'm like, I guess I give them a C because they, you know, they didn't exist. They didn't hurt, I guess. But sometimes it's lower or not. It was an A. It was an A. Norfleet, incredible game, blocking, receiving, just making plays, and making himself available. 
I mean, that's all they really need. They don't even need him to be a superstar, but if you can add a couple receptions and kind of space the field and get five or ten yards of, of you know, yak, opens up the offense so much more. He was he was big time. And Alex, if you can put Kyle's comment back up on the screen real quick, uh it, that that Norfleet touchdown, like he deserved that touchdown because what mm-hmm. happened on that play, they split Cody Schrader out wide up top. And at first, Cody Schrader was on the line of scrimmage. And whoever it was in the slot, I don't even remember who it was, but whoever was in the slot was back off the line of scrimmage. And then the slot receiver moved up to the line and Cody back. And what that does is it covers Norfleet up. And it means he is an ineligible receiver. So he went downfield and they got flagged for it. And like, I think that's the biggest takeaway is Missouri just beat Florida and like, Man, they spent a lot of that night just taking the gun out and firing at their own feet. Like, they had three touchdowns called back. They had one, which, by the way, would have been player play of the year by Luther Burden that didn't end up counting. They couldn't get in the end zone half the time because they were kicking field goals. Defense couldn't stop much of anything, and they win the game. That, and I also think on the flip side, how much, how much fortune it is. I mean, this is a good team, so I'm not going to say – I mean, in a way, it's better to be lucky than good. Again, they are good. That final drive was good. That was Missouri. But they won the turnover battle, got 10 points off of that. Florida loses their quarterback midway through the game, so you think, oh, that's easy. Missouri is easily able to drive down the field, can't convert in the red zone. I mean, um, so little things like that, the the self-inflicted wounds. But there were so many opportunities where, like, Christian Williams picks up the fumble, they get a touchdown, they're up nine in the fourth quarter. There's so many times in this game where you're like, all right, I mean, it's not looking so well, but you, you're getting blessed. Christmas came early, and it just feels like every time they were just like, no, I don't want the, I don't want the gifts. Um, but they still found a way to a way to win, so that, that's all that matters. Yeah, we didn't even mention the, the snap on the ground that causes Brady Cook to kneel. Like, there were a lot – like. And this is not us. Brady Cook was asked after the game, you know, just do you win that game last year? And he said, honestly, no. And I I think it was Cody Schrader said last year we we would find ways to lose. You found, yeah. You know, and and so that's not just like us crapping on them from the outside. They know it too. Like this team last year, they found ways to beat themselves. And this team this year, like this is going to be my column. This team's greatest strength is that they just win, man. They've just found ways. It's it's They've thrown for 400. They've run for 300. They've had a suffocating defense. They've had a kicker make a 62-yard field goal. They've had their damn punter throw a 40-yard touchdown pass. Like, But the, the basic constant is they've won nine times in 11 weeks, and, like, that's a strength. Certainly it, excuse me, certainly is. I mean – that's incredible. There's a couple game winners, a couple defensive performances, rushing games, receiving games, uh, passing games. I mean, find a ways to win. Now, they're going to have to find ways to, um, I don't know, sometimes they're going to have to put, I guess, better complementary performances together because I just also feel like Florida, I've been saying Florida's been bad all year. You play a team that's just even a little bit better than Florida. Even a little bit better than Florida. They, I think they lose that but that game. Go ahead. It, here's the thing, and I get. To, I want. I want to say Nick's asking a question. Nick, I get it, man. We'll we'll talk about Kirby and Baker after the season, or 
even next week. I right after right after a loss, I don't know, or right after a win. <laughs> Sorry, right after a win, I don't know, but we'll we'll deal with it. We got so many things spinning through our head. But no, here's the thing, Drod. Like, I get Florida sucks, and you only won by two. But this game, all that mattered is they went. They, those rankings came out on Tuesday night, and I immediately said it on the board. They need two wins. It does not matter if it's by one or by 40. They just have to find ways. Style points don't matter. Find ways to score one point more than the other team. And they did that on a night when, you know, and Eli said it in the post game, and kind of everybody thought it during the week, but he said, I was just a little bit concerned because of how much energy we had to put into the last two weeks. You know, it was Georgia and it was Tennessee and they were these gigantic games and they were physical and it took so much. And this was all week. It kind of felt like fans already had them tended to and maybe a little bit of that crept into the team. But I mean, this was it's harder to get up for Florida than it is for Georgia or even for a seven and two Tennessee. It's senior night that always drains people. Um, so. Yeah, it was not an A performance, but like it was an A result, and that's all that matters. I mean, you you said it right yourself. It, it was an A performance, but they they won the game, and yeah, I think honestly the style points and all that stuff they did most of that during the season as far as competing with the teams they competed with and beating who they beat. So you're right, they just they win these last two. I think somebody I seen somebody here say Oregon State lost. Um, I, I don't know the scores, uh, so I'm just going. Yeah, I did. I've seen nothing. But if if that's the case, you know, stuff like that helps. So you just got to win. Yeah. Uh, Brett, appreciate uh, the 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 super chat. Emotionally spent under. Hell, man, we're kind of spent, and we got like three hours of work to do uh, after the show ends. So yeah, I get it. It has been an exhausting 48 hours. No question. Alex, I want to, want to go back and make sure we get the, uh, the previous super chat from Ryan Wimhoff on the show for two reasons. First of all, Ryan, 20 bucks, man. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, Gerard, would you rather look cute or hot? Because Ryan says you're hot and I'm cute. So I'm I don't just know what be- I, I feel like I'm too old to be cute. I'm going to just say I'm flattered and I appreciate the 20. I don't know. I, that's all I can leave it to, man. I, here's, I here, here's the lesson here, guys. You super chat 20 bucks. Your comment is going to get on this show. You'd say any damn thing you want about us, honestly. So, Ryan, seriously, appreciate it, though. Guys, it's after midnight. It's almost midnight. We got almost 500 people on here. Uh, that's great. So, we had people asking about the, the playoff rankings. Missouri's not going to – I mean, Miami beat a – or I, I'm sorry, really Louisville do. beat a Louisville. real average Miami team by seven points. Missouri beat them an average Florida team, you know, so Oregon State lost. They're, Missouri is all they have to do is beat Arkansas next week. I don't care if they win 2 nothing or 62 nothing. They beat Arkansas. This is a team that, like, Gerard gets to spend New Year's in Phoenix or Dallas or Atlanta. I know you're rooting for Atlanta. I know you're rooting to get that. Oh, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I am not. <laughs> no, definitely not. That's. That is number. I want to say, oh, I know people in Atlanta, so it'd be cool. I may see. You'd rather go to the Citrus Bowl than go back to Atlanta. I don't know about that. I don't. Well, there's 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 reasons why I would. Uh, Is that that's New Year's Six though, right? That's New Year's. No, it's not. That's the first one. Well, in a way, I would. Okay, that would be cool. One, it is Florida. Although I went to Florida last year, but. 
I will say if I only got to be there a couple of days as opposed to five or six, I can enjoy the holiday season a little bit too. So, I mean, it's a win-win for, for, for any case. But look, bottom line, I mean, this, this team has already won more games. Did you see anybody that wasn't on our message board pick this team to win nine games in the preseason? Like, is there anybody out there that picked this team to win nine games? I think I may have seen one or two people bravely say something like that. But at, sometimes it's so hard to know when people are serious and when they're just like nine and three, ten and two. And, and like not trolling, but kind of they're just kind of saying it. Um, but not many, not many people. Eight and four already. When people were doing eight and four, it was still kind of like. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. So, And there, there was a definite message in the post game. Hang on. Sorry, I just pulled up ESPN, which automatically makes noise in the background of, uh, of my browser. But there was a message in the post game that, look, guys, we're not done. Like, let's not talk about legacy. Let's not talk about all this stuff. We've got more to do. I just saw Arkansas beat FIU tonight, so good for them. But – this feels like if if this team was going to have a letdown, it feels like it was going to be tonight, and they avoided it. I maybe maybe they proved me wrong on Friday, but I think this team goes to Arkansas feeling real good the day after Thanksgiving. I mean, you can you can really make a toss up as to which which one is easier because, like we've been talking about, Florida gets no easier. Now they go face Florida State. Now I heard we heard Jordan Travis, or I seen the play. I'm just assuming it's it's a it's a long recovery. I'm assuming uh, for yeah. him, but they still won by I don't know how many points. So it's still Florida State. They still got the rest of the team there, and they need it's win and get in literally for them. So um, I don't know. They did need this game, but Arkansas rivalry game. I feel like Sam Pittman is coaching for his life every <laughs> every oh, yeah. week or something. So. Yeah, I, I'm not sure even Arkansas fans want him to win that game next week, if we're being honest. Uh, Ron, appreciate the super chat, man. How cool is it to cover this team? Look, I, I do want to say on the way back to the press box, here was our conversation. Can you imagine if our message board had gone down and we we're getting back to the press box at midnight and they lost? Like, at least they won and saved us because everybody's happy out there that's waiting for us an hour after the game ends. Yeah, I know. I could, I could really just – Type out my name for my story, and I know everybody's going to say that I did a, did a great job. But um, right. yeah, at least they they won because first off, think about it: if they would have lost, there would have been a meltdown while the stuff was happening. Then a meltdown after the loss, and it would just probably crashed again once we yeah. seen all of that. So, and and we were joking when when it looked like the game ended, like stat broadcast said final. We had all tweeted it out. Missouri was on the Florida sideline doing the Gator chomp. Eli had done a post-game interview. Like, that game was over, and then suddenly there was a second back on the clock. We all said, if Florida now wins because of this extra second, like, if they score on this play, we're not writing post-game stories. We're just going. We're, we're just done with this. Luckily, it didn't happen. And like Darius Robinson said, they just ran the exact same play, and that was interesting. <laughs> uh, someone, Matthew, said, my overconfidence in how bad Florida is almost jinxed us. Uh, well – Maybe, maybe. Now, I guess I'm, what, one for one? And, I mean, I had a lot of confidence versus MTSU, and, and that pulled through. So how are you guys hating on me for choosing your team to win big? That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Somebody said earlier in the week, wow, Gerard being overconfident. I mean, I know it's, I know something's going to happen. It must be a real 
big week or whatever. But I guess I don't know if I should do that anymore, Gabe. I should be modest all the time. I, I don't think Missouri was overconfident. I don't think the players – I think the fan base was overconfident coming into this game. I don't think mm-hmm. the players were. Um, I think they just – they had something – I mean, really, look, they left a lot of points on the field, man. Two, three red zone field goals, three touchdowns called back by penalties. I mean, this easily could have been a 17-point win. Wasn't um, so they again they deserve credit for that, uh, but but that's kind of my point. I don't think this happens again on Friday because Eli's going to spend the next four days telling them guys like, man, you were lucky. Like, yes, you deserve credit, but you also were very lucky to win that football game. That's why. That's why. That's why my uh, story is going to start with that. I mean, a lot of they got a lot of fortunate bounces and they almost still lost the game though so you've got to be mindful of that also hope you guys are reading the hope you guys be reading the things you know that leads up to the week like the three get three things that determine the game but like that's something i asked on the podcast to uh his name jason it's as far as red zone play and how that's going to affect the game and while missouri's number one i mean their last couple of games it's been a lot more field goals than touchdowns and so when you're playing a team that's not so great uh you know, that that matters. That keeps them in the game. And all Florida needed to do was just kind of arms reach as long as they can get there. And that's what it was till the end of the game. So they got to clean that up for uh, versus Arkansas. Yeah. Mo football shout out for the, uh, for the super chat said he's going to be down in Fayetteville. Uh, Gerard, I don't know if that's you giving us a super chat, but, but like, you don't have to contribute, man. They're paying us. You don't got to pay us. Oh man, Gabe, you you know I, you know I don't hustle backwards. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, here's what I need to know. Uh, somebody was asking earlier. I think it was Bradley Filbert was asking if they're too getting too dependent on Cody Schrader. Nope. No, because like Cody didn't do much in the second half. Game one, that game in the second half. I mean, Cody Cody had a great game. I'm I'm not trying to say that. 23 for 148. There you see it. But I think he had 112 at halftime. It was like 36 yeah. yards in the second half. That Brady Cook led them down the field. Theo Weiss, 77-yard touchdown. And, and that's kind of what we're talking about. A lot of the questions of the postgame were, they've had games that the defense won. They've had games that the running game won. They've had games mm-hmm. that the passing game won. They've had games that the kicker won. Like, they just find different ways. Um, you know, and, and that the greatest strength of this team is that on any given day, any of it can be a strength. Right. Um, it's a, it's like Michael Scott. See, my weaknesses are my strength. That's that's what uh, that's what this Missouri team is saying. I might have to use that YouTube clip. Um, but in the comments here, I, I want you guys to answer a question for me. And, and Gerard, you can answer this, too. What what is better, the Harrison Mevis Gator Chomp or the Harrison Mevis like toy right, soldier well, march off the field against Jordan? Uh the strut walk is is better, but personally, I like I like somebody taunting somebody. I like a good horns down or a chump. I'm all about just rubbing it in. But uh, the what looks better is probably his celebration versus Georgia last year. Yeah, and also like that one was original. Like yeah, somebody that beats Florida every week does the Demaria Crockett did it in in Gainesville. Like whoever yeah. beats Florida does the does the Gator Chomp. Because yeah. I mean, Missouri's entire roster was on the sidelines doing it. Yeah, no, literally the on their bench. Everyone on the Florida bench. Yeah. 
how how bad would people have freaked out if they added a second back on the clock and Missouri's players got a 15 yard penalty because they were on the penalty? I, I was kind of thinking that. Would um, what would have been crazy is I wonder if like a fight breaks out because if I'm a Florida player and right. I see them doing that, and dudes are I, getting kicked out. Oh, I'm coming! I'm coming over there after our little one play score or whatever. I'm big chomping. I'm. I'm. It's gonna be a. Oh, I'm, no, I'm just throwing haymakers at that point. If they would have um, scored, I'd just have gone over like karate kicking dudes. They don't care. They're not gonna win next week. They ain't going. Uh, John Frisbee, appreciate the twenty bucks, man. If we lose Schrader, where are we at running back? Um, okay, look, I could tell you where you are at running back in blunt terms, but I don't want to have to put the explicit tag on this podcast. You are. Something that begins with S if you lose Cody Schrader running back. Um, you know, it, but like this is their horse. They rode him here. They got to ride him for two more games. Um, look, if he gets hurt in the first quarter at Arkansas, you probably still beat Arkansas. And then you go, you've won 10 games and you go take your chances. You know, do you think if Mizzou started wearing gold pants at home, it would lead to better results? What, what, Ryan, what if they wore no pants at home? What if, what if they just went? Yes. I don't want to think about that. Also, I'm going to be honest with y'all. The gold banana pants, the banana outfits, the white and gold. Not a fan of I am not. Keep the all black, the all whites, black and white, white. I don't like the the, the gold. It just looks kind of weird. I, I'm going to warn you guys, if this turns into uniform talk, that means we're at the end of the podcast and we got uh, to go. Yeah. Freeway, Jared, appreciate you being here, man. Appreciate the super chat. Big shout out to Ennis outside the play on the opening possession where he fell down. He held number one to basically nothing all night. Yeah, it had, had the one long play. Um, what about the end around? That was Pierce Thaw as well. Yeah, but that's not necessarily on. Like, that's not Ennis, you know. Oh, yeah, I guess that's not. That's not him. He's not covering. in coverage there. Um, yeah. But, like, we talked about this during the game. Don't discount the fact, man. Look, that Florida team's got some issues, but my God, they got they got track stars out there. That's why you can't be out here going for field goals. Trey Wilson can fly, man. I need to see how many of them guys are from from Miami, because if you know, you know. But I feel like people in Miami, you know, them Southern states, they walk on their bare feet outside. They don't care. So I'm I'm assuming they was out here just getting it in barefoot, running around, running laps, because. The speed from was it Wilson, ETN was fat. It just yeah, felt like so anytime they got any bit of space, like and and Missouri wasn't tackling. That doesn't help. Gerard drafted uh, Trevor ETN three times for the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, for sure. Yeah, get him. If he on the team, make sure it ain't a first round pick though. Can't be He's, done with that. No, you no, know, because first round pick is Brock Bowers. I've already drafted him for this. <laughs> yeah, we gonna have. To, the Chiefs gonna have to, have to get a little capital for that one, but um, yeah, as long as he's not in the first round, he can come. He can come through. He he's decent. He's decent. So uh, look, Missouri nine to um, like the expectations ten and two. I'm I'm not gonna say they're there. They gotta go play a game and all that. But nine to two, going to Fayetteville, playing an Arkansas team, playing for nothing, and what. I am going to assume is probably Sam Pittman's last game on the Arkansas sidelines. Um, and then if they win that game headed for the peach bowl or the cotton bowl or the fiesta bowl, um, that's all, that's all very good stuff, man. And, and Gerard, I'm just glad that you and me, like all along, this is what we've said. I think back, if you go back and look at our predictions in August, I think we both said 10 to two, right? 
I said eleven and one. So. Oh, you did. Okay, well, you're way. That that's crazy. That that's crazy <laughs> talk. Ten to two, man. I was just trying to keep it realistic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, could, I don't know, man. It's crazy to see. We wouldn't have expected Brady Cook to take a leap like this. Definitely, probably didn't see. I didn't think one thousand yards out of Cody Trader was that really that big of a challenge. But I didn't think he's at twelve hundred something. A thousand. I mean, he had seven forty five. I want to say last year, he was playing a lot more reps with Pete. I didn't figure he was going to split as many this year. But to me, that didn't seem as, I guess, hard. I thought he would just get to his 1,000 around this time. He's already got 1,200-something. I don't know. Not surprised by Luther with 1,000. Um, not shocked. Northfleet, I'm shocked with, by Northfleet and, and a tight end room having a pulse. Theo Weiss, Mookie Cooper, like, look, they, they've gotten things from all over. We talked about this post-game. Is that the best drive of Brady Cook's career? Yep. I think so. I can't remember one that's better. I just can't exactly remember the play-by-play of it, but that Georgia game last year when Georgia scores and, you know, takes the lead, and they had a, quite a bit of amount of time, and I just remember it from was just the like jump. four plays an hour. Yeah, it was just like, ah, this isn't going to go well. And to kind of see them, even when they got behind six, I mean, fourth and eighteen. And then after that, they, they completed like four or five passes of 10 or more yards. So mm-hmm. to keep doing that and even take that risk at the end with the uh, play to Cooper, because we were saying field goal, 13 I'd have kicked it from the 29. I, I would have still kicked – yeah, I would have still kicked it um, to make a cool field goal. And if if you lose off of a kickoff or some weird Hail Mary, hey, man, I, I don't know what to say. But, I, that yeah, that was Brady Cook's uh, best drive. I noticed in the comments that N for Life Nine apparently does not believe that Gerard and I picked them ten and two. I, I will not stand for this revisionist history. I know for a fact I, I I've been ten and two all along. Hundred seven and five. No, come on. I would never. Yeah, we've been ten toes down. What are you? This guy don't know what you're talking about. We've been we've been standing on business since from the beginning, Gabe. Oh man! So uh, look, but that's where they are. They're ten and two. Well, nine and two, nine and two. I'd not say they're ten and two. I'm not the Florida radio guy saying they're never going to get fourth and seventeen. They're nine and two, headed to Arkansas on Friday. Um, it's going to be a busy week. It's going to be a fast week because everything's going to be compacted because they play on Friday, and we are going to attempt to have Thanksgiving with. Uh, friends and family on Thursday. So we got everything done. We got to get everything done here in the next three, four days. Have media day Monday. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Hey, this is a lot more fun than last year, huh? Uh, Yeah. Me going to sleep at probably 530 today. At least, at least there's a win. At least there's a win for y'all on the other side of it. I don't got to hear like the season is over and I don't got to hear all of that. So I'm cool. Yeah. You know what? The vet move, I planned my nap today, man. I got a nap. I'm good for at least another couple hours. Okay, my vet move, I didn't take a nap, but I made dinner before I left. So I don't got to – that's what I'll be thinking about when I get home is how long is it going to take me to finish the report card so I can eat. And so there I'm, I'm going to step ahead. All right, guys. Uh, seriously, uh, 500 people on here at midnight is crazy. Uh, I, I appreciate all the Super Chats, everybody hanging out with us. I really would go – another 30 minutes if we could but we we still got stories to write we got post game video for you i got a podcast this so 
we're going to have so much stuff coming on, on the site tonight. Most of you probably going to watch it when you wake up in the, or read it when you wake up in the morning. Although I don't know, man, you guys might be riding high from these last 48 hours. So thank you for hanging out. Thank you to our partners at Yingling who make this all possible. Um, look, you guys drink whatever you want. I don't tell grown men what to do, but you should drink Yingling. We, we would, we would, we would appreciate that if you do that. Support the sponsors. Uh, thanks for being here with us. Like the uh, channel, the show, subscribe, Yingling Mike. Thanks for hanging out. He uh, texted me at the end of the game, said he was going to listen on his way back to St. Louis. So Alex Stenman behind the scenes running things for us. Uh, I guess it's time to get to work, Gerard. So uh, any parting words? The fun begins. <laughs> All right, guys. Appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll be back. I, th- I think we're going to do another show tomorrow night because the The week is compacted, so we'll be back here tomorrow night, but plenty of stuff coming on Power Mizzou. Talk to you later.